So then guys, thank you so much for coming. And if you're listening to this on the podcast and I hope it helps you a lot, we're going to go through how to stay motivated Christmas. Obviously, we all know that, well, we all hear everyone say motivation doesn't exist. It's just consistency and discipline. And I think to a certain extent, that's actually true, but it's so, so negative. Like, I'm sorry, but what good actually comes out of that sentence? You're just thinking, fuck, this thing that I'm relying on doesn't even exist. And now I have to do these two negative things, have self-discipline and stay super consistent, which is boring. And how am I actually going to get to where I want to be? So we're going to break it all down and make it as easy as possible and seamless as possible to make it realistic and actually get our shit together and get it done. So we are going to go through this slide together and hopefully you will get so much motivation out of it. So everyone knows it's so freaking cold outside. Like it is freezing cold. And I feel like as the winter comes, we want to sleep more. We want to eat more. We don't really want to go outside. We don't really want to go to work. We don't want to do anything. You just kind of want to hibernate if you're anything like me. And we could do that, but obviously everything that we want for the future and the summertime and to become happier, doing all of those things isn't actually going to serve us or our goals. So I don't know if you guys can relate, but I've been struggling with a lot of stuff throughout the winter. My health, even going outside seems like hard work. So we're all in it together. And even though that doesn't give you much um, reassurance that it's okay, but you're definitely not alone. So the things that you're struggling with, it's okay to open up about because so many other people are experiencing it too. So what usually happens in the wintertime for me um is that I would probably eat more, sleep more, do less. I just would become lazy because I thought it was okay. But I actually want this time to be different. Like I still want to keep to my steps. I still want to get to the gym three or four times a week. I still want to see family and have fun and make memories. I don't want to be a hermit who just stays indoors. <laughs> I don't want it to come to that. So for you guys, it might be the same. It might not be the same. Obviously, I think slowing down is a really good idea. Like winter comes at a good time where we have been so busy over summer, full on all of the time, going 100 miles per hour. We never have time to take a deep breath. Whereas winter lets you look inwards. There's a lot of self-reflection, a lot of time spent alone. And I feel like you have a great opportunity to have those lazy days, but not every day needs to be a lazy day. So the problems we might face over um, these coming months is the all or nothing mindset. And you guys know how passionate I am about this, that it does not work. So if we are going all in and you guys know so much about this already, but if we are going all in and going to the gym a hundred times, it's not going to be sustainable. If we are at a really low calorie deficit, it's not going to be sustainable. Whereas you guys have all of those tools now, you just need to stay consistent and get good at doing the boring stuff because it does get boring because you have to do it all the time. But that's how you're going to get your, get to your goals. Like if you even think about it, you're both in that position in your career where you can relate to whoever is better is going to get a better position so whoever can show that they are putting the effort in that they care that they are good at what they do you will get an, a job offer which is better so it's the same with your health it's the same with your fitness goals if you get good at what you do you will level up and whatever it is in life if you just stick to the basics and get really really good at them you will get 
you will get new levels of basics and you just got to keep growing and keep trying hard and staying consistent. So we're not going to be looking for the all or nothing mentality in this. We are just going to be plain sailing, nice and boring and just enjoy the journey rather than thinking I got to go 100 miles per hour all the time because you really don't. But you also don't need to be staying in bed all of the time. So um, I definitely say this a lot and I've been trying to say it not so much, but I, I do. I have to admit, like, I just can't be bothered. And I feel like it's a very common thing to say in this society but we are just so so lucky to be where we are like to even have heating like we got our kettle today which you guys probably saw on my story it is crazy to think that we take so much for granted and we're always like I can't be bothered I can't be bothered but if we want to get to where we want to be we have to be bothered and we need to make those non-negotiables in our lives like you're both really good with your sleep um getting a non-negotiable for me from now on is going to be getting at least one hour of daylight because obviously if you're working all the time when you go to work it's dark when you come home from work it's dark and you don't see any sun so even making something like that a non-negotiable is going to be hugely beneficial to me and to you guys um but yeah let's stop saying I can't be bothered because chances are we actually are bothered about it we're just too lazy to get up and do it um for me that is my steps so <laughs> mental uh, mental um point in my life would be like I can't be bothered to go out um into the cold to do my steps but I just know that I should or at least have gone and done it on the treadmill after my session in the gym or something like that. Because it's so, so simple and there's always ways around it. So as you can see, this is me. <laughs> I want to sleep more, like 100%. I want to sleep more. I don't even put an alarm on anymore. I let Phil put his alarm on and I wake up to that one. Wait, and so he presses. Who took this picture? Who took so, this picture? Sorry? Who took this picture? Phil. <laughs> that was... um. Oh, I don't know what I've just clicked. I'm not sure what that was. Oops. Yeah, so that was in, um, I think, Marbella in the summer. And I was having like, I don't know, I was having a bit of health issues. And I just got so, so tired for like a week. And I wasn't waking up until 8am, which is still relatively early. But for an early riser, 8am is quite late. So, um, yeah, I was really struggling and I just didn't want to get out of bed. And I was so tired all the time. And that's exactly how I feel now. Like, I'm not really getting out of bed until half seven. And I know that's not even late. But by my standards, that's quite late. You guys both wake up early, I know. So you can, like, resonate with me and, and sympathize. Um, and then also, like, I'm literally wanting to go to bed at, like, half nine at night. Like, I could probably do a full hour, a 10-hour block of sleep. I am that exhausted. And I'm not doing anything more in the day. It's just that my body wants to sleep more because it's darker. I actually read that you don't get the same hormone release in your brain because there's less sunlight and less daylight. So the darker the days become, the more tired, the more hungry, the more we want to sleep. It just keeps going. So I hope you guys enjoyed that picture of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was really funny. Oh yeah, and we want to eat more. So um, you guys might have experienced things like wanting to snack more, wanting bigger meals, maybe some comfort food. 
Uh, I've definitely been opting for like a lot of stew and I feel like you could eat that until the cows come home. Like, even though it fills you up, you're just like, I want more all of the time. So um, something to like curb your hunger a little bit is making sure we're staying hydrated. I feel like a lot of the time when it gets to winter, you just throw your water out the window because it's too cold to drink or you just can't be bothered, like I said before, or you just feel like it is, I don't know, not even enjoyable anymore because you're so cold, you're not even thirsty. And I have definitely been experiencing all of those. I'm actually drinking fizzy pop right now. But I've literally been struggling to hit... Um, I usually drink around three liters of water. I've been hitting around two and a half and I can see the difference in my energy levels. And I know that I need to drink more, but it's just pushing yourself to actually do it. Um, and it's only you against you. Like no one's turned the tap off. It's literally me not putting the effort in to actually drink it. But what I've been doing is waking up, making sure that I'm drinking a full glass of water because that's like 500 milliliters ticked off straight away. Drinking a full bottle of water during my gym session, which is like 750 milliliters. Drinking a full bottle before I go to the gym. And then I have the evening then to get the rest of my water in. So it's just making sure that we are prepared. We are able to, um, because if you prepare it, then you can't fail. Make it as easy as possible for you to actually get it done because that's how you will stay motivated and that's how you will see your goals at the end. One thing my old head of you used to say, he, oh, how did it go? If you fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. And I remember, I remember dad saying that to me so many times. I think it's just so, so true. Like also the more, as you grow up, you actually start to understand the meaning behind these sayings, which is just like so much fun. Because when you're a kid, you're like, you know them off by heart, but you have no idea what they mean. And now you're like, okay, if I actually don't prepare, then I'm a hundred percent going to fail. Like you guys know how important planning is and making sure that you know when you're going to go do it. So why don't we do it more? If it serves us, why do we give up? It's us against us. So um, we're all in the same boat. I think we can all agree that like the winter is the hardest time to stay consistent, to continue on your um, fitness and weight loss journey. It is the hardest time, but it is the best time. It is so rewarding if you can get through this stage then you are going to be looking and feeling amazing by the time that summer comes and you're going to be hitting those goals in spring you're going to be so much further ahead than what you were last year because for both of you it will be like almost a year since you would have started so I feel like there's super exciting times ahead and there's going to be so much self-comparison because you would have grown so much during that year. So, yes, we are all in the same boat. But I feel like this year is going to be a different boat, a way more positive one. Um, yeah, so you guys know this, but I thought this was really funny. So let me tell you a secret that motivation doesn't actually exist. If you tell yourself in your head that it doesn't exist, you're going to try and find something else to rely on or have a little bit of faith towards. Um, I feel like a lot of the time we 
look for hope especially as women I feel like women are so hopeful in their nature and we always want something good to happen at the end so then what maybe what we could do is just take control and figure out what it is we actually want so when you give yourself a goal when you achieve it what are you going to reward yourself with like maybe that will give you a little bit more motivation than just being like, okay, I want to hit my goal. I want to hit my goal because then you'll have two rewards at the end. You're going to have the goal that you achieved and then you're going to have like a physical or materialistic thing. And I know that people are always hateful towards materialistic stuff, but it does work. Like if you really, really want something, you're going to work hard to get it. And and then uh, other than that, I feel like these principles that we're going to go through are going to help you loads just redefining what motivation actually means to you, because the only time you're ever going to feel a bit of that motivation is when you've reached a goal. You'll be like, oh, OK, I've got to make a new goal now. I've got to keep going. So the first one is focusing on the occasion. Obviously, Christmas is coming up and I feel like it'll be a happy vibe for everyone it's not going to be like sad. I feel like everyone's super positive at Christmas. There's so much stuff to do. The spirits are always high and you just got to sustain that then throughout the Christmas period. Because when Christmas is over, we don't just want you to go from an ultimate high down to an ultimate low. I think like doing things to surprise yourself is a really, really good idea. Like maybe you guys haven't thought of rewarding yourself with something physical before. So that could be really cool. It could be going out on a meal for a meal on your own because you've surprised yourself with that. And that might build up a little bit more motivation to become more independent, to become more you and in line with you. I think for me, I wanted to surprise myself. And I actually invited our granddad out just to the beach because I was like, I don't want him... He's, by the way, I know it's really sad, but he's dying of cancer. And like, we just don't know how many times that he will have another Christmas. They're saying like two. So it could be one, it could be two, it could be three. I just don't know. But I know that everyone else is going to buy him some clothes because that's what you do for old people. You get them socks, slippers and clothes. So I was like, he never leaves the house because he can't because of his chemo. And if it's too cold and if there's too much sunlight and blah, 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 everything affects him because he's so sensitive. So I was like, I'm going to take him out. And I surprised myself by doing that. And then he got so emotional about it because I'm really not that close with him. I find I'm not, the kind of person that I can talk to old people about a lot of stuff I find myself quite awkward in that situation so I was like I'm going to put myself out of my comfort zone because I know this is going to benefit him massively and yet he got so emotional about it and I was like that is literally a gift to me to be able to make someone else so happy so just doing little things like that to surprise yourself to surprise other people that will build up your motivation for growth not only like physical weight loss or um strength but emotionally and mentally you will benefit massively just from doing those little tiny things that you want to do but never have the balls to do it so that's your sign go and do whatever you've been thinking of doing okay so increasing your activity you guys know that I've already admitted that I'm struggling with my steps so the things that I would say to do split it up make it as easy as possible so that you can't give up so that you can't take the easy way out and say I can't be bothered so split them up into, say, three 20-minute walks. That'll easily hit your 10K steps. If you've got a dog, you have to walk your dog. Like, I don't mean to be horrible and saying that your dog's going to help you lose weight, but it probably will. 
So um, I say go for a walk in the morning and then go for a lunchtime walk. Even if you're in work all day, you have a lunch break. You don't need to be sitting in stock room eating your lunch. Like you can just go for a walk or listen to a podcast. I don't know, take five minutes, just go for a walk. And then after work is always a really good idea. I think going straight after your food is honestly amazing because a lot of the time after my food I might not be that full so I will start to snack whereas if I'm going for a walk I can go straight into the walk and think okay I've got something to do and by the time I've come home my food is actually digested and I'm really full because you've got to give yourself that little 20 minute digestion time of noon so I actually feel like that helps massively as well eliminating procrastination because a lot of the time, if we have like, even if it's a free two minute break, what do we do? We just grab our phone and we start scrolling. And I know I'm not the only one that does that, but I've told you guys, I think like twice before, the average person spends like seven hours a day on their phone. Four of those are on social media. So if you were to do that one hour less a day, that's 30 hours free a week. And you could do a lot in 30 hours. That's almost like, it's pretty much a part-time job. And you're not getting paid for scrolling on your phone. You just get more depressed. So <laughs> there's a lot that we could do to eliminate procrastination, including myself. I'm not saying I'm perfect because we all have to improve. So prepping our core meals. I feel like this is great to build up some motivation, like especially over Christmas, you have control over the morning. You're going to wake up in your house in your kitchen with everything that you recognize. So just make a healthy breakfast. Like there's no reason why you can't do that. Um, as I always say, make it as easy as possible so you can't go off track. If you have a day off, then just make use of your spare time and prep some meals or just prep some snacks that you can go for. Or even just go shopping and buy convenience foods that are lowering calories because you know that they're gonna keep you on track. Um, I feel like when you have no food in the house, that is when your motivation goes to zero because you're going to go to the shop feeling hungry. You're going to buy so much rubbish that you don't need. And that's when you start to fall downhill. So keeping up with the standards for yourself, making sure that you stick into those boundaries and actually put an effort into your nutrition as well. We can't expect great things to come out if we're not putting great things in. I feel like this is probably, even though there's, I feel like there's one more slide after this, but for me, this is the most important thing to build up your motivation. Make the most of having me as your coach. Make the most of your weekly checkpoints. Your weekly check-in is so, so important. And even communicating with me is more important. I have to say that both of you have probably only ever missed one or two out of the entire like eight months that I've coached you. So I'm incredibly grateful for that. You've definitely made the most out of me and you see the benefit from it as well. You can see that the feedback is always clear and concise and you feel like you can take the most from it and make the week ahead even better. Um, but as always, not everyone's like that. So if you're listening to this on the podcast and you don't make the most of your check-ins, please start it making the most because it will benefit you massively in terms of building up motivation for the week ahead, figuring out what went wrong and why it went wrong. And we can start to build a closer connection. So then you feel like you can open up to me more about other things. And both of you can relate to that, I'm guessing, because <laughs> we're both, well, we're all really close, obviously. So I feel like 
that is not relevant for you guys, but I hope you do already see the value in it. And that's why you continuously do it every week. Um, this is probably the most important one for you too. I put this picture in of me because I feel like this describes my why. Um, oh, I don't like that it says 70% on there. I've never noticed, but um, I feel like I, I look like I'm so determined in that photo. And my reason why do I do all of this is to make you guys happier, healthier, more confident, have higher self-esteem and just to improve your lives. So remind yourself of why you actually messaged me in the beginning. Like, what was it that made you think, holy shit, like I actually need to do this now. I need to change because it could have been just for weight loss. Like it could have been to, to start to enjoy your reflection in the mirror. But I'm sure on this journey, you've learned a whole lot more about yourselves. You've probably changed your reason why. And just write it down. Like, you don't have to write it down right now. But I mean, like, write it down. Put it in your room. Put it in your house. Put it on your kitchen cupboard. Like, remind yourself why you're doing this. Who are you doing it for? Like, what is your reason behind it all? And that will give you the motivation that you're looking for. Because often we just forget. We forget that why we're doing it. And sometimes, yeah, you fall in love with the process, but then you're going to fall out of love with it because we always do that. We go back and forth. And I think reminding yourself the reason why, especially when you're having a lot of self-doubt, you're going to be like, no, I can put that evil voice to the side and I'm just going to continue going forward because I believe in myself. And just talk to me about it as well because I've obviously had so much self-doubt, like even in terms of like a business um, in terms of my own fitness journey, in terms of self-belief has been a huge one. Uh, there's always going to be that little bit of doubt in your head, but you just got to fight through it and just remind yourself that you are good enough. So I feel like I've already talked to you guys about this in the last one as well, but reminding yourself of how to undo your progress. So you just remove the accountability and support that both me and Isha give you. I feel like that is massive, even for Isha, because she only has me. I feel like even having the accountability, the support and the reassurance and the networking as well. Take that away. You probably wouldn't be where you are right now. Um, you know that everything you do right now, your calorie deficit, your steps, your limited gym sessions, like it's not every day. So you go, say, three, four times a week. You know that that's working for you. You know that the foods you're eating are making you feel full and satisfied. So just keep doing that why do we always have to look for something new like just get really really good at those basics and then you will level up um and then the opposite to that we know that our old habits didn't suit us so never revert back to them because that's how you're going to undo your progress and you can have zero motivation then if you go backwards so the outcome for me is that from one of these slides is probably that I felt for one, no, I think probably twice in my life, I felt like zero motivation or like zero drive or determination to even improve. And I think that's when I first plateaued in my fitness journey. I basically, because I had never trained weights ever before, I went from like zero on everything, say to like almost body weight or whatever. And then I totally plateaued. 
And I didn't realize that was because I was getting my newbie gains and that is totally normal, but it's not going to last. Like you have to stay super consistent with weights and you have to respect them. Otherwise they will break you uh, and you will hurt yourself. So you can't just continuously like double your weight week on week, week on week, because you will get hurt. Um, so that was where I lost all motivation once, but then I understood the reason why behind it. Um, and now I'm okay with it. And now I respect the weights and I respect the journey and I'm putting the hard work in. And then the second time <clears throat> I lost all motivation, it was probably in business. I was experiencing a lot of self-doubt and I didn't think that I was worthy enough to be in a place where I am now. I felt like I, I don't know, I had excelled all of my expectations and I felt totally lost. Like I had met my targets. I had done everything that I was meant to do. And I didn't know why so much good was happening to me. I just thought like, I don't deserve this. I'm not good enough. And then I started to feel like I needed to go inwards and backwards because I didn't, I just felt like I didn't deserve it. I was basically an imposter. <laughs> That's how I felt. And now I look back and I'm like, I wasn't at all. Like I worked so hard for it and I deserved it, but it was my self-esteem that was telling me otherwise and my self-doubt that was telling me otherwise. So they are my two, both times that I've lost motivation, probably in like the last two years. And then other than that, I always feel like I just know I have to stay super consistent with the boring and basic stuff and I will get to where I want to be no matter what area of my life that is. Um, so my outcome is that I don't rely on motivation. I rely on consistency and hard work. And I feel like maybe like a smidgen of luck because <laughs> I do believe in that <laughs> and the universe. <laughs> Okay, so do any of you guys want to share what you feel like your outcome is going to be? Mary, you're going to go. I can see that you're off mute. Yeah, um, my outcome. Um, like, I, I'm in a place, like, obviously, I started a new job, and I, I'm in a place where things are progressing quite quickly. Um, and I'm, I'm as well as I am excited, like I am also very nervous about it. Um, but like I know, like I've got a decent head on my shoulders, and I know that, like, because I'm always afraid to ask for help. I'm afraid to, you know, that a question I'm going to ask is stupid, but I've, I've got to put myself there because I know that no question is stupid. Um, and that people do make mistakes, but I think as long as you take things slow, you learn and you pick things up. And that way, because you don't panic, like you're able to do it, you, you, you know, you build that confidence, which is what I've done for the past like four weeks in this new job. Yeah. Uh, so just stay consistent with that um, for one, because that's one big thing that's going on right now. Um. And I do need to be a bit more consistent, obviously. Well, I, I'm, I'm definitely, like, I'm hitting that sort of, not that mental block, but, like, I like I know it's there, like that glass roof that we've talked about before. But I, I have noticed that I'm, I'm starting to, like, it's slow and steady, but I'm progressing where my strength is concerned. Like, I am 
picking up hemp because I'm picking up weights that I've used for weeks. And I'm like, oh, this is this is light. It's too easy. Yeah. You know. So I have been like, I've been on that thing where I'm like, oh my god, because the newbie gates, I could totally understand that. I was just whizzing, like yeah. lifted hands, like, oh my god, what the hell? Um, but not, like, I I can see now that I it is a, like it's it's not overnight. Like it's a it's a steady change, like slow and steady. Um, of course, it, it's very important not to hurt yourself. Like I would never. Is it is it like ego lift? Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. push harder than like obviously like I, I, I would push hard but I wouldn't push like to where you like maybe hit yourself kind of thing. I mean the, the leg press is heavy. Yeah. That I, I do like 150. Um that's good. But but I, I you know I, I would only go, you know, I'd only push a little bit, like add a little bit more weight on. I wouldn't, you know, go too far. Yeah. I feel like the first thing to say is that you are so right about no question is ever going to be stupid. I think remind yourself of that when you want to ask a question. Also having that self-belief that you feel like you need to ask a question, but you're a bit nervous to do it. Just do it. Like you're yeah. never going to regret having clarity, even if they just reassure what you thought anyway, at least you've asked and you've done the right thing. And then if they're going to criticize for asking for you asking the question, then never be put down by that because you did the right thing anyway you listened to your intuition and you asked um and then in terms of your new beginnings I relate yeah I totally relate but you are so right um I think the bigger picture as well when it comes to lifting weights is that if you just consider for one moment that it's okay to progress a tiny bit each time whether that is one rep or you get a better last rep or you're going up in weights, you're still progressing. And even if each session isn't a great one, you're still turning up and you're still getting it done. As long as you're putting the effort in, eating the right kinds of foods as well, and doing everything in the background, your strength is going to go up. I actually talked with my own coach this week, and he said, over the period of a year, you can make so much progress. But if you just cut it down into your weeks and think if I make 1% progress every single week, I'm going to make 4% progress in a month. And then throughout the year, I'm going to make literally over hundred percent progress. So just doing something like that is so important and making sure that you just reassure yourself as well, that like you can do it. Yeah, I can absolutely bloody do this. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And just making it as easy as possible for you to actually understand and get to grips with is so important. Like put it in a way that your brain understands because the way that I put things out to myself or I write notes to myself might not be the language that you choose. So making sure that you know what you need and what you want and benefit from the most. Like you're obviously smashing your job. They just offered you a new position. So like a better one. So you're really, really, you're doing so well. So you should just be proud of yourself. And also recognizing all of this hard work is paying off. Yeah, definitely. And if you didn't have that little risky um, part of you that has that self-belief, the part where you actually went for it and quit your old job, you wouldn't be as happy as where you are now. Oh God, no! Like it's a huge difference, huge. Like, so maybe you need to be surprising yourself more often and doing shit like that because it, it's paying off. Yeah, definitely. Okay, and then um, Isha, what about you? What is going to be your outcome in terms of your motivation and habits? 
Um, I think so. I've just been thinking about to like times that I've lost motivation and like um what I did to not overcome them, but to like work through them. And I think it's just going back to basics. Like the last time I lost motivation was um well last week I struggled a bit, but um it was a I'd say like a couple months ago, so I'd say about halfway through where I am at the moment. Um I lost all motivation. I couldn't like I was struggling to get my steps in, I was struggling to get to the gym, eating right, all of that stuff. And I remember putting in my check-in one week to just stop trying to overthink everything, go back to the basics and like take it all one step at a time. Like don't try and overcomplicate like meal prepping. Don't try and overcomplicate going to the gym. Just take it a day at a time and um, like not stress over it too much, (laughs) which I know is easier said than done. But I think if I look at, so like say tomorrow, even though I may not want to wake up at six because it's like disgustingly cold outside and like dark and I'd rather be sleeping if I just think well if you get this next hour done and then you walk home and then you can relax for a little bit and then take sunny out again and then you can like like I think I use little wins so like little um like prizes throughout the day to motivate me to do these things yeah 100% if I go to the gym I'm like oh okay I can get breakfast and a coffee from um the cafe outside k2 and then that'll motivate me to like it'll warm me up and I can walk home then and I can go and see Sunny and take her out and then when she gets back I can sit down and watch my tv for a bit and then yeah I think little things like that definitely helped me yeah I feel like it sounds as well like maybe you're just starting to fall in love with your routine and like your life like maybe you've actually found a little bit of happiness in this journey and you're doing things that actually serve you mm-hmm. like, I also think as well I'm the type of person that I need a routine if I don't have a routine and things are all over the place it stresses me out so much and I just like I will fail like I, I can say that if I don't have a set routine I will fail because my mind is so all over the place that having that routine gives me gives my brain chance to like stop the chaos in a way it's like I I can't I have to focus on that one thing at a time to be able to deal with the rest of the day yeah I 100% agree I feel like that as well and I honestly feel like all humans are like that anyway it's just a lot of people wouldn't admit it like even if your life is a mess you still have some element of like routine or structure to your day or week but yeah I totally get you and I feel like you're spot on in terms of don't overthink it go back to the basics and nail those and that's how you will start to find more fulfillment in your day and you will start to reach your goals no matter what I feel like as well you can just apply that to literally any area of your life whether it's fitness health career family relationships literally anything just do the basic stuff and you will see the benefits like literally within the week Oh, yeah. even it's so like, realistic go on sorry stuff, like not overthinking it and just letting things happen as they are I think that was one thing that I struggled with for the longest time but also because I, like I wouldn't say I'm a picky person but I have my standards and I think I was just overthinking all these things and I think 
just stepping back and thinking, you know what, just go with the flow, see how things go and that sort of thing has definitely like helped so much. Yeah, I feel like I can just agree with you so much. And also we always tell ourselves we need to be doing more. We have to do more, but actually you really don't. Like just do the stuff you need to do and everything else will fall into place anyway. Like you said, just let it flow. Like I feel like that's probably one one of the best things I've actually learned this year. It's like you don't need to control everything. Like things will take care of themselves. You just got to take care of you mm-hmm. and everything is going to be fine. So is there anything else that you girls want to cover? All good. Well, thank you so much for coming. And I hope you feel a lot more motivated now. Well, let's say, yeah, I feel like I should have come up with a new word for motivation, but I like it either way. Um, So, it's going to stop recording.